Jesus and Stephen, Daniel, Fernando, or Freddy, don't follow the same person to the same side of life sentence. Taking different things with behavior much. The master's behavior behind bars was an behavior that on the street. In fact, at one point, he was even suspected of being involved in the death of three fellow inmates. But his response to being against his 70-year-old mother came to visit him. She broke down into tears and said, I don't want to die seeing you. was broken, and he offered to the prayer to God that day. Oh God, if you give me out of this nightmare, I will serve you for the rest of my life. One year later, after having served only 15 years of his sentence, Tony was released and back to the street. The cloud of night was waiting for him. It wasn't long before he was doing drugs again. One day, he was out looking to score some more. And a friend, after a three day binge, Tony's friend was awake enough to notice that the drug task force was out on the street. And Tony was caught with drugs in the system and he was going straight back to prison. So Tony went out to run. He knows there was a crowd of people in the Moonlight Park and so he's like, that's a good place to hide in the crowd. So he runs, makes his way over to the park and gets into the crowd. And then something unexpected and surprising happens. Something that would really change his life. Very similar after the Brooklyn Diagrams book. Right about it. And he's like, you were made for more. So he's in this group and he comes up there and he says, you know the rest of so anyway, we're back. He immediately turned to leave. He began to know that the police were coming into the party. Now it's just unbelievable. So this is actually a street rally sponsored by a group called the Victory Outreach Ministry.
What makes the difference in a person's life? What's the key component in a real life transforming prayer? Please get the third phrase here. The work of the Holy Spirit. I know that sin is my problem. Almost 2,000 years ago, a sister wrote, My sin was all the more incredible because I did not think myself a sin. I'm not like those other people. The Holy Spirit comes because of His grace. I know about my sin. My sin. Not their sin. Not your sin. My sin. I know that my sin cuts me off from God. I know that it's a deadly, serious matter. I cannot take it lightly. I cannot make excuses or cover it up. I can't blame anybody else. I know that I know that sin is my problem. Let me point out the root of all sin, too. We are going to step through the sin with the outfits. Now, there's a really bad thing. If we put it on scales, we don't think about being bad and just say, just a girl, we're terrible. Jesus says the root of our sin is unbelief. Unbelief means that I distrust God and that I am not loyal to Him. You see, distrust and disobedience are two sides of the same coin. So, if I don't trust Him, then my life is filled with from other senses. I'm just as much trouble as the guy who doesn't trust me, and his life is filled with great and divine horrible things. Because we have the same root problem. We don't trust God. Jesus points out that we need to trust Him. So he connects to this great God who comes in. Be sure that I know that I know judgment happens. Judgment will come from the end of When I stand face to face with the Holy One, the one who is so holy that Jesus covered her face because he did not see him. There will be a time of judgment of everything I've ever said or known. I have physical all my attitude. For every action, for every choice word. It doesn't happen to this life too. I mean, you know, I'm not that person, but okay, well, you know, I think most of us don't worry about that. But that's what happens in this life. Every day I read the harvest and the things that I've done, the things that I've done, the attitudes and the actions that are out of line, I read the results of those. Today, when God revealed the threatening 
Yeah, 
you know, that's really hard on the bag when you're not an independent person. I I'm going to go to the 
to the point that people who are really evil can still go to the We know that we know that we know that we need to stop trying to put the blame back and turn our sins to others and all the pieces and finger pointing to God and the holy presence of God to recognize sin is my problem. My sin is my problem. Jesus said, I will never be able to see. Before we can truly experience and enjoy the grace of forgiveness, we have to open ourselves up to this grace, this grace of knowing. So how do we open our lives to this fact of God's grace? Three simple questions we can start with. Do I know that my sin separates me from God? Do I know that my sin that I deserve the severest judgment imaginable? Do I know that Jesus said it to me that I could never be left to without his help? This is a knowledge that goes beyond what I heard in a sermon once, or I read it in the Bible. This is the kind of knowledge that goes even beyond knowing what we see. And only the Holy Spirit can give us that kind of knowledge. I know that I know that we do this. So we need to ask the Holy Spirit to convince us that we do this. Do we feel better at times or at places? Recognize our need. This morning, the ushers are going to be passing the phrase to each other. This is being requested for you. If you're living in a relationship with God, are you ready to start one day? You're living in love and harmony with your neighbor. You sincerely repent of your sin and continue to lead a life of following God. And feel free to participate today in our faith. Receive this holy meal for your spiritual comfort and nourishment. Let's pray.
Thank you. 